I want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters who help support the channel. Also, I want to say thank you to my Twitch subscribers. Help the channel out by donating or go to Patreon.com. Thank you. I want to go into this next video pretty quickly. We're not going to take much of a break with this because this actually leads into it. How many of you people actually think that a lot of these guys want to be around somebody like Andrew Tate? And like be on the superficial level, and 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 I'm not talking about be like him. I'm not no 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 no. I, I'm just like not have his money or his quote unquote infamy. I mean be like him, talk like he does, uh, or, or or respond to people like he does, and have just 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 like if they would want to be in a position where. Andrew Tate will just treat them like he says he treats his girls and his friends. Most of these guys wouldn't. I mean, like, I get it. Aiden Ross sniffs his seat, but that's in that, but that's in a sense of he thinks he, he can be like him, but he wouldn't want to be on the receiving ends of the way Andrew talk Andrew Tate talks about um how he treats people. He wouldn't. He definitely wouldn't. And you know what's funny? That's red pill, black pill, all these other good shit. And you find those people don't have friends. They have business associates. They have people that's surrounding them, this deal makers, but they don't have friends. I think the one reason why Andrew is Andrew Tate has anywhere near some of the sanities and not just flippant paranoia that he has because he has Tristan around him. I don't think he believes that his brother would like backstab him, but when it comes to true friends and not acolytes or disciples, I, I don't see how some of these people can actually stand or be around some of these guys. I don't. And I'm a fucking, I, I'm a motherfucking somebody who is, you know, I can be pessimistic at times. I can be optimistic at times. I can I can look at the world and just be frustrated out of my mind. I can fucking say I hate people because I work for a call center job and this is year 13 and year number 20 of customer service. And sometimes I hate people and I sit back and laugh about it. But in the end, I still can have conversations outside of the people when we talk about interesting things. And you know what I do also? And this is also kind of self-serving, but I tell my friends that I can find out about them. I can hear about their day. I can hear about what they think. And it it's self-satisfying to me because I get to hear a story from another person. And that's one of the most, to be honest, that's one of the most rewarding things for me. Somebody to tell me their stories. And not everybody is like that, but at least I have friends. I have people that want to have a conversation with me. But a lot of these red peel and black peel guys, they don't. And this is an example of one of them. And yeah, I was doing a setup for a video. This is our old friend, Wheat Waffles. And he's about to tell his most brutal back black peeling story. Let's see what he's going to say. The story I'm about to tell you is a 100% real and honest experience taken from my own life unless video cameras were there dog i believe that this may be filtered maybe um maybe colored colored is a bad word um maybe kind of like biased to your opinion but let's go i've not made this up and everything in this video comes from what i've witnessed and my own observations and just in case you were wondering, no, nor have I twisted any of this to align with some sort of belief system that I hold. Guys, guys, I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm telling you the 100% truth, and I'm in no way coloring this by my belief system. Trust me, because reasons. Trust me, because reasons. Even though we know the human mind, when we look back on things, it becomes distorted every time we remember it because we remember it differently. But trust me, for real, totes for real, real honest, this isn't covering my belief system. 
and irrespective of this, by the end of the video it should be clear that I have no reason to lie. There is no incentive for me to make any of this up. Put simp- Except for I'm using it for my YouTube channel and I have what? What does he have? Like he has like, yeah, 132k subscribers that he feeds. Like that's the, the thing about the black pill and red pill. They feed men's despair. And yeah, this is plain and true. Let's go. Simply, this is the plain and simple truth. And like, to be honest with you, I know it may seem like I'm poisoning the well with the way I'm responding, but this is still poisoning the well. This is still laying a groundwork to see things the way you want it to be seen. He's just doing it in his way. But let's go. So before I get started, I'm first going to give a little bit of context about myself. So this is me, and this is a little bit of information about my background. So, at least by Western standards, I'd say that I had a fairly average upbringing. Not rich, not poor, somewhere in that middle 90%. And I'm not saying that in an ungrateful way. Obviously, I'm thankful and fortunate for the upbringing that I have had. Okay, so, guys, I, I'm gonna say something with this. And I'm just, this is gonna be me just kind of like, um, just being that asshole. And... I'm going to go this, and I'm going to say this, um, if you make getting laid your um, golden life, um, I'm going to say this. And this is just not me just like shitting on this man. I'm going to be very honest with you. Very honest with you. And I actually have a picture. This is not me doxing or anything like that. Um, But listen to this. Watch this shit. And let me see if I keep the mic up. This is how Wheat Waffle looks. This is how he looks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I don't see anything wrong with them. Uh, of course, I'm not somebody who's attracted to guys. I, I just... Like, I don't see what the big problem is. If you have an issue with getting into relationships and actually getting to have people find you attractive, my man, you're not disfigured. You're not, you're, you don't have a, a minute. You don't have a cool scar going down the side of your face. Like, yeah, I'm the motherfucking man. Like, dude, you just look normal. You just look normal. That's it. So all this looks bullshit. All this looks bullshit. Is just that. But let's 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 let them let's let them cook. Let's let them cook. And I'm aware a lot of people have things significantly worse, especially out of the developed world. But just to give some context, I'd say my upbringing, at least by Western standards, was average. I'm about average looking, so I don't have any deformities to my face, my health, or my body, anything like that. I'm 5 foot 10 in height, which again, in the West, is bang on average height. I weigh 100. No, motherfucker. The average height for men in the West is 5 fucking 7. You dumb fuck. This is the shit that I'm talking about. All of these motherfucking expectations that a lot of these guys put out there. 
when they either meet or exceed, then they try to say, oh, it's something else. Motherfucker, I am five foot seven. I have been married. I've been in long, long-term relationships. I've been in medium-term relationships. I've been in short-term relationships. I've been in relationships since last, that night. It is not a problem. I am more, more than a, uh, 73 kilograms, which I think totals out to be, what, maybe 150 pounds? Maybe 180 pounds? Oh, 160. I'm sorry. There it goes. And you're complaining? Not only that, lookism is a big part. It's not even lookism for women. It's the lookism between men. So, let's go. 160 pounds or 73 kilos, which, surprise, surprise again, is average healthy weight for a man of my height. So if you're not getting the idea by now, pretty much everything in my life is very average. But I am slightly above average intelligence. I've never- The existence of your YouTube channel proves that's not a thing. Never taken an IQ test, but I'm guessing it's around the range of 120. And lastly, I don't have anything else about me that will be starkly noticeable. So I'm not balding, I'm not fat, I don't have a high-pitched squeaky voice, I don't have high levels- Wait, <laughs> He doesn't have a dis- He doesn't have an irritating voice. Okay, alright, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Fuck. Not only that, because like, I, I maybe because I have to change the pitch of my voice depending on what I'm doing. So if I'm at work and I'm talking to somebody over the phone as a call center agent, I have to talk like this. Or because like I'm on streaming and I don't give a fuck. I just talk any kind of way I want to. You know, code switching. And if you don't know what code switching is, um, get you a real black friend and see how they talk to you in the beginning versus the, the end. Um, but let, let's go. Let's go of social anxiety, any mental illnesses, and so on and so forth. You have crippling depression. You have crippling loneliness. That is a mental issue. Oh my God. And which is so many people suffer from. Don't get me wrong. That, that just like, don't get me wrong. If you believe that your life is sealed the way you look, I, that's not healthy, dog. Well, let's continue. So pretty much, to sum up myself, to sum up my background, I can sum it up in just these four words. And I know it's cliche to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm pretty much just your average guy. And as stated earlier, I fall into that 90% of guys, the middle 90%, where the vast majority of the male population resides. So that's me. Now introducing another character. And this person is called Bella, which you should have probably guessed isn't her actual name. But for this video, and for the sake of the story, we're just going to refer to her from now on as Bella. So here's a really quick few points about her. So first of all, like me... Are we gonna make the... Maybe because he's super intelligent. Maybe because um, he's like really, really smart. Bella is the French for beauty or beautiful girl. It, it, like in slang, you know, I know, I know, but Bella means beauty in French. Maybe, maybe he's gonna play that trick because he's super smart and like, or, or has higher than average intelligence. Maybe, maybe that's okay. Let's go. She also had an average upbringing, not rich, not poor. In terms of her looks, because I know a lot of people see that as important, she too was about average. And if you, I'm sorry, what gets me about okay, okay, I like, I okay. In, in, in lack of a better words, I like symmetric, symmetry. Um, symmetry when it comes to women. The face, okay, yeah, as long, like, even... I have little standards for facial beauty because, oh, it doesn't fucking matter. I, there are women that I've actually dated that may not be considered conventionally beautiful. Um, unironically, um... I enjoy big memory. I like big titties. I'm not gonna lie. And shapely titties are just awesome to me. 
But when it comes to like, oh, she needs to look like a supermodel. No, some of those women just don't find attractive. Like, um, um, yep. Thank you for the correction. Um, but like, in like, when it comes to having an ass, I again, I like shape versus just like, but donkey dog. Like, but like, my standards for female attractiveness is passable. But what really gets me is. How do they relate to me? Are they, or, or can we joke about the same shit? Can we like talk about like sexual conversations when the time is right? Can we talk about politics, opposing or non-opposing? Can we have a conversation about philosophy, which includes religion? That's what matters to me. But her average upbringing, her average looking like the, Oh, this looks stupid. This sounds stupid. Okay, let's go. You want to put numbers on it, I would say she's about a 6 out of 10. I'd say most men would look at her and think, hmm, yeah, yeah, she's kind of cute. She's kind of cute. So they can see a good degree of physical attraction in her. Personality-wise, very good. She had a very good personality. Great to talk to, very interesting. Had a lot of depth to her and was comfortable with talking about meaningful and intelligent topics. Okay. And I'm going to bring up the cliche phrase again. With respect to her relationship with me, she'd be the girl that I would say, oh, we would just be great together. Wouldn't we make such a good couple? That's what I thought in my idealistic... Oh, wait, whoa, whoa. We Waffle talks about the studies, and yet he seems to know very little about studies. He cites other than the eye chart he cherry-picks. Yeah, I know, of course, of course. He's great with Tinder studies. Or that one Tinder study, but I, I want to rewind it back a little bit right here. Let's let's see what he says again. And I'm gonna bring up the cliche phrase again. With respect to her relationship with me, she'd be the girl that I would say, "Oh, we would just be great together. Wouldn't we make such a good couple?" That's what I thought in my idealistic dream world. But of course, what does she think of you? Wait, what does she think of? You? Oh my God, he he he's coming up with an idealistic dream world wait what does she think of you dog uh, I, uh, you, you're right there what does she think of you not what you just thought of her what does she think of you? okay that's not what happened so to cut it plain and simple she friend zoned me well technically and what I mean by this is that I never directly asked her out or showed that I was attracted to her However, she made it very clear from the beginning that it was only ever going to be friendship between us. Nobody friend zones you. I'm sorry. I, look, check it out. Check it out. Nobody friend zones you. I'm, I, I, I know I'm just going to have to say it like this. I'm going to actually say it like this. Nobody friend zones you. Want to know why? Because you have an opportunity to say, hey, if I don't see this as a, as a romantic relationship, this is the reason why I'm getting close to you because I find it interesting to be in a romantic relationship with you and you don't, cool. Well, you're just going to end our friendship over the fact that I, I, I don't want to be in a romantic relationship? Yes. But, but, but. Like, no, I'm doing this because that's what I want. I am openly and honestly upfront saying, hey, this is what I want. But, but, but I thought I was like, well, you're a fun person to be around, but I'm not going to sit back and have an expectation of something or continue to have an expectation of something. And it's not, it's not what we're going to get. And it's not an ultimatum. It's not somebody saying, well, you better date me or else our friendship is over. It's a, hey, for my mental health, I'm not going to put you in that position. Now, granted, a lot of these guys, a lot of these people, and I'm going to be very honest with you, won't do good things for people unless they have a... a, 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 a fucking expectation of sleeping with with other people and that's also part of the problem 
you should be kind to people regardless of what you get from them. But actually being close and spending time with somebody that you are attracted to in not just a physical way, but an emotional and, 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 and you know, a, a romantic way. No, you don't have to do that. And no, you don't have to put your eggs all in that basket. And I'm sorry, no one can friend zone you. If you're spending all this time with somebody in hopes one day they're going to see me as a great person to actually date, you're doing that to yourself. There are plenty other options out there. Hey, and hey, if you still care about that person, you still want to do kind things for that person, notice I didn't say nice, but if you want to do kind things for that, that person, cool. But do it with the expectation that you're never going to get anything from it, even if that's companionship. You're never going to get companionship. You're just doing it because you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart, not because of what they will give to you. And so, with that, you can never be in the friend zone. And I'm not even going to say this as, oh, it's a trick to... Like, no! After someone has made their declaration that this will never be that relationship that you want, continue to be kind to them. But you do not have to focus yourself around them. You don't put that effort into pursuing someone else. But if you keep getting these uh, friends on friends on friends on friends on, then it's something that you may be doing wrong. But that's a conversation for a different time. Let's continue. Us. And she made that clear by saying things like, I just don't see you that way. You know, the kind of phrases I see you as a brother to me. So I describe it very much as a friend zoning. So often and, uh, and uh, without even with that diatribe, I am somebody who is a demisexual uh, in, in a sapiosexual being emotionally close to people actually turns me on being close to people actually turns me on. It makes me want to be with them, but I know when not to put my energy into that shit, but that's just me again, ranting. Let's, let's go. For this, I basically became her psychiatrist or soy boy. If you want to be brutally honest. So whenever she had a problem, I fixed it. I was always there for her, to help her with any issues she had, whether they be about her family, her work, her school, whatever. And you could probably guess, yes, whenever she had a problem with any other guys. And see, at some point, you have to say, no. Remember I was saying earlier, be the person that you want to be, be, uh, be around? This is also that shit. I'm sure this young lady that he's talking about wouldn't want to be around somebody who was constantly dumping on her, who was constantly using her for issues. The, it applies across the board. Be the person that you would want to be around. And what's, if, if the story is true, she's using you because you're allowing an abuser because that's abusive behavior if somebody is constantly being emotionally manipulative to you but yet saying that they don't see you that way that's emotional abuse guys i need you to understand this and i'm specifically talking to the heterosexual guys who feel that they can't find somebody so they allow themselves to be friend zone with people it's emotional abuse for someone to constantly tell you that they don't see you like that, but still require you to be the associate, the friend, the like a brother to me. And still keep you around for their mental satisfaction. That's emotional abuse. You do not have to put up with that bullshit. It's emotional abuse. No, she's not hitting you. No, she's not calling you out of your name. No, she's not saying that she's not technically saying that you are trash, but that's emotional manipulation and abuse. You are better than that. You are stronger than that. And to allow for someone to use you as an emotional crutch while 
always telling you, no, you're like a brother to me. You're like a best friend to me. It's emotional abuse. If you saw your sister being treated that way by a guy, you would have an issue. Don't be a victim of emotional abuse. Like I said before, don't make sex go. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, also great. Yeah, no, exactly. I have, and, and I'm, I'm not even going to say I'm far from it. There are women who I have been in relationships with where technically we haven't been in a relationship. We have physical intimacy, and I'm not saying sex, but we've had physical intimacy, but they use me as a um, way of relieving themselves from the stress and pain that they've actually dealt with. And in some cases, I was, okay, I know what this is. Some cases, they tried to trick me. No, I, I'm not above saying that it wasn't, it wasn't emotionally abusive. Sometimes we would use each other as each other's crushing. It was a reciprocal relationship, and we knew what it was. We were there for each other when shit was bad. It, that I wouldn't say that was emotional abusive, but at least we were upfront and honest about what it truly was. But if somebody is constantly demanding, requiring, pleading with you to provide them emotional work, you know, physical work of, of intimacy without with saying that you don't deserve that intimacy, even though they're requiring intimacy from you, it's emotional abuse. But let's continue. Who she was interested in, then I would be the one to help her through that. I'd be the guy she'd come to to discuss her boy problems. So that's her, and that's her relationship with me. As I say, very much a friend zone situation. But at the same time, I was still hopeful that all of this waiting around would be able to achieve something. And in the long run, maybe she would change her mind. But Women are not fucking sex arcades. You put kindness tokens into them and eventually get sex. They're not the grab a claw. They're not a motherfucking pachinko machine. They are not... Oh, I'm going to put niceness token, niceness token, niceness token. Da -da -da -da! We have sex. No, that's not how that works. That's not how that works at all. Now, am I saying that, again, going back to my past relationships, am I saying that I haven't been kind to women and I know they're going through some stuff, I'm going through some stuff, and maybe something has happened, but it wasn't me putting kindness tokens into a woman and actually getting something in return. It was like, no, we have a mutual understanding of what's going on. And maybe we knew both what was going on and we were okay with it. But it wasn't a one-sided situation. But let's go, let's go. Anyway, let's get on with the story. So the story starts with me. Oh my God, that wasn't the story. That was just four minutes of preamble. Four minutes of preamble. Oh my God, okay, okay. Let's go. In his car. And again, not his actual name, but we're just going to refer to him as Jason. So we were in his car, and this was sometime during the day, down a road similar to this. Now Bella, she wasn't with us, and she didn't know that we was going out. In fact, she didn't know who Jason was. Well, I, I hate to say it like that. We didn't, he, she didn't know that we were going out. Okay, let's go. She knew who he was. I'd told her about him and shown her pictures. So she didn't know him, but she knew of him. Anyway, this story takes place over the messaging app Snapchat and I send a picture message to Bella so she can see that I'm in the passenger seat of somebody else's car. And by the way, I'm just going to explain why it's relevant that it took place over Snapchat. So if you've not heard of Snapchat before, it's basically a normal messaging app. But the only diff- Yes. No one's ever heard of Snapchat. And they also never seen what a computer is. Or TV. Uh, I I'm being an asshole. Let's go. Let's go. Difference is, is that every single time you send a text, you also send a picture, and the picture you send is usually going to be of yourself, your face, and the emotion expressed kind of explains the message being sent. So this message, you won't believe what happened, might come with some kind of shocked or startled look on your face, or if you're annoyed with someone, this might come with some frustrated look on your face, or lastly, if you're angry with someone then quite obviously you're going to be visibly filled with rage. So that's basically how Snapchat works. 
Don't ask me why it works like this, but pretty much all you need to know is that every- No, it doesn't have to work like that. You're just doing it because that's what you- You can easily use Facebook Messenger. You can easily use WhatsApp. You can even easily use Twitter's motherfucking Messenger app. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. Okay, let's go. Every single time you send a text, you also send a picture. Anyway, carrying on with the story. So after Bella sees that I'm in somebody else's- And you know what? No, actually, what happens is this. You send a picture that you can put text on. That's what it is. But uh, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Car. She replies back asking where I am and who I'm with. In Wait, why did he have to use that picture? Why did he have to use that picture? Okay. A friendly way, obviously, not stalkerish. And the important thing to note is, is that every single time she sends me a snap, is that she never cared about the quality. She wouldn't mind if she sent a blurry or poorly taken pic from a bad angle. She wouldn't care because she knew it was me and she saw me as a friend. She would take the picture just once and then send it from there. So remember this piece of information. Anyway, after this, I reply back to her and send her nothing else but just a picture of my friend Jason. No text, no captions, just a picture of his face. This was her response. She replies back and says that she hopes that we're having a fun time. Now- It's so many things that I can say about that, just that exchange. First of all, first of all, first of all, if we're telling the if he's telling the God's honest truth, if if he's telling the motherfucking Susano's honest truth here, um, one, 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 and we're just gonna say it from his side of the story, right? Why does it matter who the fuck I'm with? We're just friends. Why the fuck does it matter? That would be the end of the conversation, point blank, period, right now. Why does it fucking matter? I'm sorry. And even if you want to make her to be the evil, mischievous, devious bitch that you're trying to make her to be, why the fuck does it matter? I'm busy. I am somebody who's poly that dates multiple people at the same time. And even I know, even for every friend that I have, even friends that I'm interested, even friends who are monogamous, and I've set a standard that, hey, I find you interesting to be around. When I say I'm hanging out with a friend, they don't even fucking question it. Because I've set that standard of respect. Hey, I'm hanging out with a friend. But this bullshit, again, it goes back to you allowed yourself to be in the fucking friend zone. And I don't give a fuck if it's a distorted picture, Chris picture, motherfucking model headshots. I don't give a fuck. And again, he's not using the right picture. These are not obviously not the young lady. But just on his bias alone, this is where he's fucking up. Okay, sure. And yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe she didn't want to send an ugly picture to somebody that she didn't know. But let's go. Now it should be very evident that the content of the message means nothing. But the thing that was relevant, and this sticks in my mind so much, and that was the picture of herself that she sent to me. So, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought he said this wasn't unbi this was unbiased. I thought he said this wasn't biased by how he looks at the world. This is clearly what sticks in my mind is his phrasing. That is clearly a bias. Oh, oh God. Okay, Wheat Waffles could have been mad because he was in a friend zone with his friend Jason. <laughs> God, you know what? Technically, I think a lot of these red pill guys don't like women. They just feel that they have to like women. I, I and, and it's been said 
of course, with anecdotal stories that some of these guys may not be 100% straight or 100% cis. But let's go. Let's go. And what I noticed is that as soon as she saw my friend, she made sure she looked pretty. She made sure that it was taken from a good angle. She made sure her hair looked good. Now, this left me stunned. And I wasn't sure at the moment, but three snaps later made me 90% sure on what was up. And in fact, the biggest confirmation that I received wasn't until Jason was back out of the picture. It wasn't until she saw that I was back home and it was just me on my own. That's when the same old pictures that she used to send came through. I just found this unbelievable that she showed two faces of herself. Whenever Jason was around, she'd show this face, but just me and she would show this face. And as I say, that day made me 90% sure of what I was thinking. Maybe because she knows you and knows who you are. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I don't, like, what does that mean, dude? What the fuck does that mean? Maybe she doesn't want to seem just like, like, oh my God, I'm about to get myself in so much trouble. I have had women come to every since I've lived alone. I have women come over to my house and they just let it all out. They just come over and they just chill and shit and like, oh, they okay. Be, they walk around naked. I know. And for oh, okay, okay, okay. And I know when people say that when when I say this, people think like, oh, you think you got it like that? Like no, like look, look, look. And I say this to a lot of people. Now I will tell you this. For somebody, and especially the standards that we have for women, to walk around your house naked, letting it all hang out. And mind you, I like women that have big breasts. It's, it's Big breasts on a naked woman isn't as appealing as a lot of people think it is when they have huge breasts. But when somebody is just walking around your house, letting it all hang out, and are comfortable with you to show you who they are defenseless, that's actually a good thing. Now, maybe she was using it over him as a way of manipulation or something like that, but when somebody's just showing you who they are and not putting on a facade, in a lot of cases, that's a good thing. But, uh, all right, let's go, let's go. However, things only confirmed even more what I thought in the coming days because it doesn't just stop here. After this day, all of a sudden, she starts arranging to meet up more often, us as a free, of course. And whenever we went out, she would like to tag along with us. And you could have imagined how these times went down. And next one, this is a big one. She started dressing up every time we went out together. I think while Bill may be correct. Fuck. Okay, all right, let's go. So before, when it was just me and her, if I went around her house, she wouldn't really care. She'd wake up in pajamas and she'd stay in them for the time I was around. But as soon as he was in the picture, wait, did she wash her ass? Wait, 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 wait. A question, question. Did she? I, did she? Did she wash her ass? Did Did she wash her ass? Like, if she got up, put on clothes, and was in pajamas, but she was clean. Dude, she, she, she was showing you some respect. She was showing how easy she was around. This is why I think that he's not 100% completely honest about this shit. I, I've been around women who, like, found me mildly attractive or found something appealing about me. And they would walk around with pajamas and shit like that. Because we know, we all know pajamas cover up everything. And, like, you know, a woman walking around with you who was you know, cis and heterosexual with you that, um, that walking around without a bra and slightly revealed in pajama clothes, we, we know that's a sign that she just doesn't respect you or doesn't want to be around you or doesn't trust you. We, we all know that's a thing, right? I, she thought to wheat waffles was not straight. Uh, we're getting to that. We're getting to that probably, maybe. But, because when she went out, she dressed up. She showed. I see. This is why I doubt the virility of this story, the, the, the venacity of this story, because it's weird. 
she thought you were a friend, but she's walking around in pajamas around you. I don't know too many women who I that she that they think that I find her attractive walks around in pajamas around me. I I don't I don't know like and like I, and to be honest with you guys I like and I and I probably said this story on stream before. I'm somebody who women don't mind getting intoxicated around or drunk around or being in a position where they may feel a little compromised. I'm somebody who they don't mind being in a compromised position around because they they feel relaxed around me. I don't and and I'm not even talking about women that I'm sleeping with, but they just I don't feel like I'm a creep and as much as I like titties I talk about titties I draw titties and shit like that and I and I'm a sexual person that's if if a woman is doing that and, and again I know this is like super heavily cis straight shit they're they're not seeing you as a creep they don't see you as ugly they see you as somebody who you, you want to be around and again I know I'm and I don't want this to conflict what I'm saying um, you can't put niceness token into a woman and actually get sex, but my man, it, you can be genuine and kind to people and they want to be around you. Ugh. Fuck. So we waffles is making it up, to, um, is making it up. Do you think that he perhaps is just twisted on his usual, um, homo, um, homoerotic fantasy that he has involving Jason? I, I don't know. Wow. Oh, Jason. Then Bella made sure that she was wearing her best dress. Furthermore, it still doesn't stop there. She also made sure she wore makeup when it was us three. So before, when it was just me, she didn't really care. She didn't put in effort. She didn't care if her hair was a mess. However, as soon as this guy turns up, then she starts worrying. Then she makes sure that her appearance looks the best. And the final nail in the coffin that confirmed everything that I was speculating was that just three weeks later, they made it known that they was officially going out. So that's it. Now this is what I took from this experience. I'm going to break it down from both my side. Bet you he took the wrong thing. Bet you he took the wrong thing. All right, let's go. And Jason's side. So me, I was always there for her. I always listened and gave her emotional support and built a really strong connection. And this even showed in the things that she said. Have a listen to these. Some of them are brutal. Wheat. You know you're the only guy I feel comfortable crying in front of. Then there's this one. She was a girl who was very much a part of the all men are jerks movement. And whenever she said this to me, I was always confused. And sometimes I'd blatantly respond and ask, so does that mean that I'm a jerk too? And she would always respond, oh no, you're one of the good ones. Then there was this time. Wheat, I know you're going to find a good girlfriend one day. And I know you're going to make her so happy. And lastly, this one's probably the most brutal. Wheat, you don't know how much I value our friendship. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. No. No. Fuck. Oh. If he's telling the truth, she was slapping him with the relationship. She probably thought that, uh, again, that he didn't like women. Or he didn't find her attractive. She, she, I mean, I, I hate to be vulgar with this. She was throwing the pussy in his face and saying, all you have to do is just continue to be as strong in my rocket that I needed uh, but you have to tell me that you find me that way he even said it that he never told her how he felt oh my god oh my god I'm about to throw the fuck up Get 
some women friends that you don't want to just outright sleep with? You fucking idiot! Oh my god! Oh my god! You know what would be worse? You know what would be worse? I'm going to tell you this. If... She would spend time with him and they used to snuggle up or some shit like that. That would even be worse. I... Fuck! This is... Mm. Wow! He's a fucking idiot! He's a fucking idiot! Oh my god! Because she wasn't saying, you're the hottest thing ever, 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 ever. You're the fucking hottest thing I know. You don't get it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh! 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 Wait! Wait! Oh, oh god! He doesn't get it! Let's... I, okay, let's finish. Now hearing these things sucked, and it should be fairly obvious to see why that is. Now let's have- No, it's not! It's not! Oh no! Oh god! It may be because she would notice he was constantly uh, writing spreadsheets, writing, writing male faces every night. She <laughs> thought he was not straight. <laughs> oh my god. This motherfucker has no social awareness at all. He doesn't realize exactly what she was spelling out to him. Okay, let's go. Have a look at Jason's side. Now, I always noticed that he never had any issues with girls. For him, building attraction was almost effortless. He made it look easy. He's six foot two, has an attractive face and body. And pretty much to summarize everything that I've learned from this, to summarize the whole story, is that this means everything. With the right motherfucking attitude, which is treat women as equal to you and that they're people as well, this guy gets more gets more sex than a jerk who looks like this. I, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. Over here, this guy right here, and now you see my mouse, gets more companionship and would have the pick of women wanting to give him maybe not first night sex, maybe not first week sex, but consistently sex on a consistent base than this guy. This is swinging for the this is swinging for the home run. This is getting on base consistently. Every rep. Okay. Wow. Let's go. And this means absolutely nothing. This taught me that two seconds of seeing someone's face beats two months of emotional support and blood, sweat, and tears. Wait. Two months? Two fucking months? Oh, shit. If you're doing that for two months, she is in love with you. She's in love with you. And this is not some red pill, black pill trick. If you're emotionally being around you, a woman, and she is literally being her most genuine self around you. For months, she's in love with you, dog. I know, it seems weird. She's in love with you. You just didn't show her sufficient interest or she's not the real type of girl that you like. If anybody tells you, if a woman tells you, and again, I know this is going for the straight guys here, and I understand my audience, but if a straight guy, if you're a straight guy, and a woman tells you you're going to make some woman really happy someday, they're lamenting that they can't have you. They're lamenting that they find something in you that they just want to love, but they don't either feel adequate about having, 
or they've done something to fucking really f mess up that situation. You know, I was told by my ex-wife while she was pissed about me, while she was being unfaithful, it was like, I'm upset that when we actually split up, you're going to make some woman a great uh, a great man, a great be a great man to some woman. Literally. If a woman tells you that as a straight guy, that means she feels inadequate in some kind of way or she's broken that relationship. Wow. Fuck. All right, let's go. And just in case I get a few angry people in the comments, no, I never felt entitled to her affection or that she owed me something in return for all of the emotional support and time I gave her. I was never expecting anything in return. In fact, no bullshit. No, and, and this is from an egalitarian motherfucker. No, yes, I. You know what? If I give somebody emotional support, if I give somebody, you know, acts of kindness. I, I am owed them being well. That's what I'm owed. If I'm putting effort into making sure you're okay, I'm at least owed you being well. Anything above that, like, am, do I feel like you're, you know, I'm owed you touching my penis? Nah, that's just, and some people that I'm kind to that I wouldn't even want to touch my penis. But I'm owed them being well. I'm owed them being okay. And I'm owed... If I was going through a situation where I just need some emotional support, they can offer at least something, even if it's just to listen. That's the only thing I feel that I'm owed. Because, you know, you're somebody that is in my life and you have the benefit of being in my life. Does that sound like real, like, you know, self-absorbed? Yeah, I know. But still, you know what I mean. I keep people around, I only keep people around in my life that I feel that that's what they would give me in return. Again, treat people as you would want them to treat you. Fact, the way I would put it is that I just wanted her to come to some kind of realization that I was the one here all along for her. I wasn't one of the jerks. Did, did you tell her? Did you tell her? Did you tell her? Oh, no, I don't have to be careful. Wheat waffles is not my type. And I would kindly decline him. Um, not only just because he has a penis, because I I, I like Vag too much. Uh, I really like Vag too much. But um, his mental stability is just not my thing. You know? Uh. And I was the one who showed that I cared for her. And I'm not giving any disrespect to Jason either. I'm not saying that he was a jerk. I'm not saying that he didn't care or he didn't treat her right. He wasn't a jerk. He was my friend. But he did teach me that you can do all of these things and it won't do anything in terms of building romantic attraction. I'm going to spell it out for you guys. You never do it to build romantic attraction. That's what you didn't learn. That's what you didn't learn. Ugh. Looks is everything. Looks is everything when it comes to attraction. If you're a guy and you find that girls do not like you, it is because of your looks. And when I'm talking about your looks, I'm not talking about what colour shoes you're wearing or whether you swish your hair to the left or to the right. I'm talking about sub five. Short, ugly face, bald, fat, inches, which everyone can guess what that means. Vulnerable or old, ethnicity. Short. Let's give her, let's give a... Let's give a rule to everybody. Short, Danny DeVito. I'm, I'm saying, Danny DeVito. He's like, what, four foot two? I'm sorry. And he's always dated women. Even before he was married and he had that long lasting marriage. A, a, a ugly face. Like, I mean, like. There are people who are ugly that have, that slays all kinds of motherfucking, like, vagina. Bald. Again, like, Danny DeVito. Or 
any number of different people that are fucking bald that still have, like, they have personalities. Uh, uh, fat, like, hello, like, I mean, like, let's look, the notorious big still kind of had a lot of women before he got rich and famous. I, okay, um, inches. Well, I, I don't know, cause like, um, I, I'm I'm pushing the average size of a penis, maybe be at the higher end of, of average. I, but again, how do they know that? Do they look through your clothes? When you first meet a woman, do she go like, uh, uh, bit of a grower, not a shower? The fuck? Okay. Oh. Vulnerable or old. George Clooney, he's old as shit. There are people who would actually fuck. Um, uh, who was that motherfucker? Sean Connery. There are people who would be fucking Sean Connery. I, uh, uh, or eth ethnic, ethnicity. These are the things that matter. So the one thing that like, quote unquote, the, the prejudice that white guys tend to um, go against, like the fuck? There is like not go against, but be weakened. Like there is a tendency to say that black guys have larger than average penises. Yeah, no, he does. He by his own admission, he's average. He should have no problem with this. It's his attitude. Like it's literally his attitude. He is five fucking ten. I know. In some cases, two inches don't matter. But once you get to a certain length, two inches, it's just adding to the fun. It's not. And even so, oh God, I don't want to get into this conversation. Anyway, let's continue. This is the truth. As I said earlier, two seconds of looks beats two months worth of blood, sweat, and tears. And probably the most damning. He said this. This is the second time he said this. But if you're doing, if it's labor intensive for you to just be emotionally honest with a woman, you definitely have some mental issues, dog. But let's continue. Thing about all of this is that these are things that you cannot change. In fact, every single thing on this list, apart from this one being fat, is something that you cannot change. You are stuck with the hand that you were dealt with at birth. And if you're dealt with rubbish hand at birth, well, I don't even need to say what the consequences are. Where is personality? Where is personality? Where is personality? You know you can change that shit. Like, I... Oh my god. Oh my god. <sighs> this is the truth, guys. This is the truth. At the very start of the video, I said that this is the plain and simple truth. That I am not lying. I'll say that again. I am not lying. There is no reason for me to make this up. If I wanted money, then quite simple. I would just start some dating boot camps and sell them online at crazy high marked up prices. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We've all seen those adverts telling you if you buy. Check this out. I'm gonna give advice for free. Have confidence. If you're a guy that's dating a woman, have confidence. And I don't mean that fake bullshit ass confidence. Have confidence that you know who you are, know your weaknesses, know your strengths. Have confidence. Have a passion. It may not even be things that you can actually share with somebody who is you're interested in, but have a passion. Obviously, he has a passion about YouTube. When they find out what his passion is about, his YouTube channel is about, a lot of them may be a little bit turned off. But if he has a dedication to it and says, hey, I need to make this milestone, this milestone, and this milestone. And that even plays to their perception of reality when women like driven men. Like, it's about having a passion. Um, and also, like, guys, this is number one rule. Check it out. Um, if you're a guy and you're trying to date a cis woman um, or a trans woman or whatever, 
wash your ass. I, I know, like, I know, weird, right? Weird, right? Did you have to tell a grown man this? Wash your self. Not just your asshole. Under the arms, hot areas. And if you're a big guy like myself, you may have to touch it up um, maybe twice a day. You know, We don't call it summer. We call it two shower season. But, you know, you know, wash yourself. You don't even have to spend... Look, look, look. The funny thing about it, you can, like, in the secret, right? Secret, right? I buy my soap from the dollar store. I I do. I buy my soap from the dollar store. And it's not some big, crazy, expensive... Like, I bought my soap from the dollar store. I even buy cheap-ass cologne from Amazon. But the fact that I don't, you know, try to bathe in the cologne, and I wash myself, and I put deodorant on, and I brush my teeth... Women don't find it repulsive to be around me. And then that's when my personality takes over. So wash your ass and don't be an asshole. That's it. I gave you free advice. You know, and like, I don't like, let's, let's continue. This program, then you will learn the secrets to women to build attraction and lead things somewhere. If I wanted money, then I would do this. And in fact, if you look at the biggest media outlets, if you look at where the big money is, then you'll find that these teach the opposite of this, the opposite of the truth. It's quite telling that he used Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it's so telling that he used Beauty and the Beast. Using the horde. I don't think I miss what you think it means. He used Beauty and the Beast. The one she fell in love with was the Beast. Now, granted, it was most likely Stockholm Syndrome, um, but the big handsome, boisterous, jerk motherfucker was the one that she didn't find appealing. The person that who had self-doubt, the person that was had anger issues and literally closed the world off who had a disfigurement, but learned to do emotional work and intelligence, according to the Disney story, um, and was willing to, you know, see his interests and sacrifice himself for that interest. He was the Chad in the situation. You can't even say that, oh, he was rich. He lived in the castle. Like, fucking, um, Gaston was, like, literally the town hero and everybody looked up to him. I... Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Companies like Disney, they will teach you that the hideous but kind-hearted monster, he's the one that will win the girl's heart. Meanwhile, the arrogant, good-looking prince, he will not get the girl. This is what the mainstream media has been teaching our youth for the last hundred years. Dreams sell, the truth doesn't. And the last point I'm going to make before I finish the video is that I wish this wasn't the truth. I wish it was about kindness, being a gentleman, showing you care, being there for one another. I wish it was about this. This is how you know that I'm not lying, because I wish it was this way. But this is a complete fantasy. So. We're going to leave his video right there because you know what he just did? He just self-reported. He just self-reported.
That's all he just did. He just self-reported that he's an asshole. He's that asshole. It's just self-report. Wow. That is interesting to say the least. I don't, I, I don't know what else to say. That I haven't said over the last course of this other video. If you're a black pill guy and you watch to the end of this video, I will state this. One, first, wash your ass. No one wants to be around a stinky person. I sit, I work from home and I take a shower at least once a day. I don't even want to be around myself stinking. Two, be the person that you would want to be around and not the person you want to just be like. Three, women are not niceness or are not sex arcade machines. You don't put niceness tokens in, into them and get sex. So yeah, that, that's that's the end. Like, share, and subscribe. Remember, I'm trying to hit a thousand subscribers by June 1st. If you can help me out, that'd be great. Thank you guys for watching. And I'm going to cut this video segment here.